and welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Hey, 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 you guys. Big welcome back to another Dreamcast episode. And today I'm going to share with you something I'm learning about that I think is so fascinating. I am rereading a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. This is an old school book. It feels old school. I guess it's, I, I don't think it's like old, old, like 60s old. I think it's like newer. I mean, I don't know, but it's something I've read before. It's not, it's not a, a brand new book. Okay. Copyright 2006. So I don't know. It's, it's not new but I guess it's not old, but it's a classic. I will say this is probably one of the most foundational books within personal development. And I'll post a link below for you to grab your own copy, but it's called Mindset. And I'm rereading it because I'm going to create a training for those in the certification program to basically go over the major principles, but then also to create PDFs and worksheets that they can use with their clients in order to go over the concepts in the book. That's what the certification program is all about. It's about helping you learn skills that you can then duplicate with your with your team, with your clients, within your programs. And while you're learning these principles and these exercises, you're having your own transformation. So it's truly the best of both worlds. It's personal development for you so you can bust through your own limiting beliefs. But then you've got all of these tools in the toolbox that you can use for your own programs with your own clients or your own team. I have people in the certification program who um who want to use it within their current world. They don't necessarily want to start a new business or want to be a coach. They're going to use it within their community. And, and, and that's great. That's great. And then some are in network marketing and want to use what they're learning within their team and within the people that they have within their organization. And then some want to start their own new online businesses. So certainly lots of ways to use this content. But what is Carol Dweck's all about? It's all about the fixed versus growth mindset. And so I often assume, and I'm sure you do too, that people know what I know. I've learned, I've, I read this book years ago, almost 20 years ago now. I guess it is kind of old. I don't know. Um, and so I think everybody knows about this. And I say that because if you are an aspiring coach, my guess is, is you think, people know what you know as well. And the reality is they don't. And so what you have to share with the world is valuable, especially because you are sharing it in a way that's unique to you and people are going to connect to your way of teaching. So for those of you that have not yet read this book or have not heard of fixed or growth mindset, let me briefly explain. Fixed mindset basically says we are the, you know, our DNA determines our behavior, our physical appearance, our skill set, our intelligence. That's it. DNA, it's fixed. There's no changing it. So for example, if somebody wants to become a singer, yet they deem themselves as not being a good singer, they would then say, well, this is just not in my genes and it's not something that I'm able to do. Or for example, if somebody has uh, type 2 diabetes, 
which is, we now know, right, is typically linked to food choices and sugar and that kind of thing. Um, they would say it's just in my genes or obesity. It's just in my genes. There's nothing that I can really do. So the fixed mindset basically is also linked to the, you know, another way people talk about it is a victim mindset. Like I'm just the way I am and there's nothing that I can do about it. A growth mindset, on the other hand, is the view of yourself that you can truly learn anything you want to learn. So if you want to become a good singer, you can learn the skills and practice through repetition, 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 and you can become a good singer if that is desirable to you. Now, we all have maybe a different starting point. <laughs> if that were my goal, like I'm starting very low, <laughs> very poor singer. And so we may have all different starting points. But if I really wanted to become a good singer, I could take classes, I could practice, I could really develop myself and learn the skills. So somebody who lives in the growth mindset is somebody who says, what is it that I want to learn? Everything is learnable. Everything is figureoutable. There's, if there's something that's important to me, I can learn the skills in order to become a master at that thing. And so it's a very different way to live your life. A growth-minded person does not take failure to heart because their self-image is not in being good or bad. Their self-image is rooted in learning. So if I fail, essentially, or if something doesn't work as well as I wanted it to, it's not because I'm good or bad at that thing. It's because I'm learning, because I'm practicing, because I'm on my way to become a master at that thing. I just might not be there quite yet. And so you can see that if somebody believes that they're that they're growth-minded or if they live in a world of growth-mindedness, they are more apt to take risk. They're more apt to try new things. They're more apt to get outside their comfort zone because they, number one, believe that they can learn new things. And that number two, they believe that if they fail along the way, it's not a reflection of who they are as a person. So a couple of things that strike me about this concept, and when I'm rereading this book, and again, we'll go into much more detail in the certification training, um, but the thing that I had not remembered and I'm kind of relearning about is this idea of a false growth mindset, a false growth mindset. So in the book, she mentions that a false growth mindset is basically when somebody thinks they have a growth mindset, but they don't. <laughs> and there's three misunderstandings that typically happen. Um, the first misunderstanding is that people believe that they have a growth mindset because they're open-minded or flexible. So, uh, you know, an example would be if somebody's rigid in their thinking, uh, they live in a black and white world, everything is good or bad, I am good or bad, you are good or bad, if you do this thing, you're good or bad, if this outcome happens, you're good or bad. And that rigid thinking certainly is fixed. Like that's not a growth mindset. And so one might assume that open-mindedness, being flexible, saying, oh, 
that's cool, whatever. Like, I can hold all of these different opinions at the same time and not really cling to one. Or I can have an upset but not allow it to emotionally derail me. You know, I'm open-minded. I'm flexible. I don't have to sit here. I can sit over here. No big deal. One might think because open-mindedness and flexibility is the opposite of rigidness that you're being growth-minded. And the reality is, is that's not true. (laughs) There's a difference between being flexible or open-minded and being dedicated to growing talent. Those who are in growth, that are in true growth-mindedness, are seeking learning. They're seeking understanding. They're seeking building new skill sets. And so they're not just flexible or, you know what I mean? They're not just open-mindedness, which they, those are great qualities. That's fine. That's not bad to be those things by any means. But growth-minded is specifically the idea of growing a talent, the idea of practicing something new to develop and cultivate cultivate a new ability. A misunderstanding number two of growth-mindedness, and I think this is the one that I, I would say I could certainly fall into and the people I work with could certainly fall into the most, and this is praising effort instead of result. So, for example, this is like you tried good work. Just try harder. You're try, you, you tried, you tried, you tried, uh, and that is to be praised rather than the result being praised. Now... Here's the reality. What we don't want to do is praise trying without actual learning. So for example, if you're trying a launch strategy for your program and it didn't get you the results that you wanted, instead of saying, well, I tried, no big deal. Like you don't want to do the same thing again. You don't want to, you don't want to repeat a poor process. And so the idea here is instead of just Obviously, we don't need to like condemn ourselves and we can be glad that we took a step, but we have to keep learning. We have to try something new. We have to pivot. And she said that the pitfall in praising effort is that we're praising somebody for trying, but not actually learning. Recently, somebody asked the author, what keeps you up at night? And she said, it's the fear that the mindset concept will be used to make kids feel good when they're not really learning, like the failed self-esteem movement. You know, it's saying you did a great job of trying, but yet instead of truly saying what worked, what didn't work, evaluating, pivoting, trying something new, uh, you're stuck in that, that, well, I did my best, oh well, you know, kind of loop, and you're not actually growing. And the growth mindset says, I can learn new skills and I can master them. So if you're not learning new skills and you're mastering or mastering and having success as an outcome, then she would say you're in the false growth mindset. And then misunderstanding number three is a growth mindset equals telling ourselves that we can do anything. So again, it's like the world's your oyster. You can do whatever you want. Okay, so what do you want? And and again, the growth mindset premise is that's true. You can do whatever you want. But the growth mindset in practice is what do you want to become good at? 
and then seek out learning it. If we're not actively learning new skills, then we're not growing towards mastery in that desired area. So what I learned through reading through this section and being reminded of this concept is that number one, we need to ask ourselves, what do I want to learn? What do I want to become skilled at? What do I want to become a master at? Do I really want to learn how to become a good public speaker? Do I really want to learn how to write well? Do I want to learn how to write captivating captions that get people to take action, like copywriting? Do I want to learn how to be a great coach? Do I want to learn how to get the best out of people? Do I want to have the powerful questions that are going to allow my clients to figure out their own answers? What is it that... I really want. Because you can't master it if you don't really know. So ask yourself, what do I really want to learn? And then you want to deep dive into that subject for a period of time. And what I have found through the years is that, again, reading and listening are all helpful, right? It's a part of learning. But we really master it when we practice it. And so in the certification program, we practice it. We have two practice sessions a month where we go through the exercises and I pair people up and they practice. They also are paired up as support coaches with each other and with people in 90-day U-turn so they can practice their skills. We want to see, do, teach. See is learning it. That's one step of the process. Do is actively doing it ourselves, And then three is teaching it to somebody else. So giving back to the community by creating videos or sharing with your friends or doing a practice like book study with your friends where you're taking them through some of this content. Um, A beta group is what I tell my clients to do is a practice group where you say you can get this content at a cheaper price and, um, and let me practice and give me testimonies and feedback and that kind of thing. And all of that is truly what is helping somebody grow. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. It's deciding what you want to become good at and then deciding to learn skills to really become a master in that area, which is see, do, teach, learn it, do it, teach it, and practice it until it becomes part of who you are. And the cool thing is, is because we are in a both and world, like you can become really good at public speaking and, and dive in. And I mean, I did oh, what is it called? Toastmasters for a season where I practiced public speaking once a week with a group. I practice every week on my team calls. I practice on live videos. I'm practicing, practicing, practicing in real time. But then also, what if I want to learn neuro-linguistic programming, NLP? I can deep dive into that and become a master at that. Or what if I really want to learn about CBT and how and thought traps and how to take my thoughts captive and how to challenge that monkey mind that takes us, you know, down a, a rabbit trail. And, and I want to interrupt that process. What if I want to become a really good master at identifying when my clients are are in their own monkey mind and I can help them learn how to interrupt that process, right? We can learn and become really good at a lot of different things. Um, And I think that's just a really cool part of the growth process. So this is a fascinating topic. I hope that you found it interesting. If you have not yet heard of the false growth mindset, then that is totally, I mean, 
here you go. There it is. Um, and I'll put the link to the mindset book by Carol Dweck below so you can continue to learn about fixed growth and um, and all the nuances in between. And if you're in the certification program in the next few weeks, I will be putting up a training about all of this because this is so foundational to what we do with our clients. So have an awesome day, you guys. If you're interested in being a part of the certification program or learning how to join, um, I'll put some information below, a PDF description of how the program works and what you get. It's a year-long coaching program that's going to help you to immerse yourself in the content so you experience change and then learn how to teach and train your clients as well. And so there's, that's why it's a year where, you know, it's a true immersive process for you and give you support every step of the way. And I also will put a link for you to schedule a 30 minute call with me if this is something you're truly interested in learning more about, because my goal is to help you become your best self and give you the platform and space for you to impact those around you. Have an awesome day, you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I want to hear your aha moment from today's amazing episode. If you could leave a review at whatever podcast player you choose to listen from, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening from, leave a review and share with us your favorite part of today's episode. Thanks for hanging out. And remember to dream big.